0: Dear Heavenly Father, we want to thank you, Lord, for the privilege that we have to study your word. We ask you to give us wisdom and understanding as we enter in to obtain the lessons that you have here for us. Please be with me right now, be with those who are here, and may we all be benefited from this endeavor. In Jesus' name, Amen. Today's study is entitled Affliction versus Consequences. Affliction versus Consequences. And our passage for this study is John 9, verses 1 to 3 from the King James Version. And as Jesus passed by, he saw a man which was blind from his birth. And his disciples asked him, saying, Master, who did sin? This man? or his parents, that he was born blind. Jesus answered, Neither hath this man sinned, nor his parents, but that the works of God should be made manifest in him. John 9, 1-3 Okay, so first thing we'll tackle is context. Jesus is not saying in this passage that the man has never sinned, nor is he saying that the parents have never sinned, He is saying that in the context of the question that the disciples asked, the answer is not the man sinning or his parents sinning. Okay? We have to be careful. A lot of times people will just pull a quote. They'll go to a verse and say, see, this is what it says. And you cannot interpret Jesus as saying that that neither of these people sinned. He's answering the questions of the disciples. And as Jesus passed by, he saw a man which was blind from his birth. It's weird that the disciples are asking if the man was committing prenatal sin in order to end up in that condition. There is something we should understand about living on this planet post the Garden of Eden when things happen to us, when bad things happen to people, there are one of three reasons why bad things are happening to people on this planet. One is affliction. And we'll define affliction as a direct attack from the enemy. So let's say In the case of Job, right? Or in the case of Jesus, where Satan is trying to attack and has gotten some sort of permission to successfully engage in attack on some level, right? So, affliction. In Job's case, it was... An attack against his family initially, or he attacked Job through Job's family, killed his children, um, got his wife to suggest things to him about giving up, took all of his goods away. So that was an attack against him. And then the second half of that in Job 2 was afflicting his body putting that man in a position where he had boils. He was greatly distressed physically. Okay. The word affliction is sometimes used synonymously for physical pain or malady, uh, but it's broader than that. The Bible uses the term more broadly than that, right? When someone is afflicted, it could be at a personal level, or it could be more extensively their family, etc., and so on, the way that Job was in chapter one of the book of Job. So we have affliction, direct attacks from the enemy that are allowed against you and your belongings, your family, your possessions, etc. Then we have individual consequences, meaning you are paying the price for a violation of God's law in some way. Right. If you don't eat well and don't get enough sleep, bad things are going to happen to you. You'll be susceptible to disease. You will um, not sleep well. Body may ache. You may get physical injury. If you commit blatant sin, God, in fact, may allow you. He may ease up his protection of you, and you may be susceptible to, to negative effects. Okay? Those are individual consequences. So if, you, if you're like Job and you get boils for no reason other than the great controversy, that is not a consequence of sin. That is an affliction, a direct attack of the enemy. But if you decide that you're going to... Um, eat foods that are not healthy, not get enough sleep, rest, exercise, and then you come down with an ailment, well, that's more likely a consequence of your individual behavior. So there's two things, affliction and individual consequences. The other thing that we see on this planet, because we live on a sinful planet, people get old. People may get disease. So it's not every time that someone has disease that we can immediately point to individual consequence. It could be the consequence of living on a sinful planet, or it could be that you're open to affliction. Now, one of the things you'll notice is that for the three things that were mentioned, affliction, individual context, uh, I'm sorry, individual consequence or global consequence. Those three things are somewhat easy to detect when they're happening to you, much harder to establish what is at play when it's happening to someone else. So we should be very careful not to judge others by what we think is happening. Okay. When we think we see negative things in a person's life and therefore assume that whatever they're going through is an individual consequence, that's not prudent. Likewise, we may think someone's being afflicted and we have no idea what their story is. Or even if they need a story, they may be suffering just a global consequence of living in a sinful planet. So we don't know. The Bible doesn't give us a guideline to determine for sure which of those three things is happening to someone else. We can tell, or at least we have, somewhat more accuracy when those things are happening to us. Us, we have the ability to isolate somewhat when things fall into the affliction category or individual consequence. But even then is hard, right? If you develop lung cancer, you never smoked a day in your life, you, you live in the country, you think you're doing everything as healthy as you can, and you come down with lung cancer... How would you know if that's that's affliction versus the consequence of living on a sinful planet? You wouldn't necessarily know, right? So those distinctions are there because they're helpful from the outside, assuming that from the outside you're given guidance on how to interpret things, right? If you're Job's friends, if you're on the ground looking at what's happening to Job, In real time, you may make the same mistakes that they made. They saw it as individual consequence, what was happening to him. For all they know, it could have been a global consequence of sin that allowed him to get boils spontaneously. They don't know. It turns out it was affliction, but the only reason we know that is because in Job 1 and in Job 2, where we get to see we get to see the great controversy play out and we see the back and forth between God and Satan. So we know that what happens to Job is by design. Right? Satan's design, more precisely. And as a result, we know definitively that that's affliction. But in real time, we wouldn't be, we wouldn't have much more indication than his three friends had in order to come to a conclusion. Right? So we have to be careful. This is what it points to. We have to be careful when judging other people's situation because without the pen of inspiration, somehow shining on an event and articulating it to us, we have no way of knowing for sure what category a particular trial is for a person. We have no idea. We could think highly of the person from a spiritual position. We could think how devout they are. We don't know what's going on in the heart. We have no idea if affliction is what has been plotted. We don't know. So it's important for us to recognize that there are these three options. And it's important for us to endeavor, if we find ourselves in a problem we don't know which it is, pray. Ask God for forgiveness. Seek repentance. Pursue the opportunity to confess of your sins and to desire to be in alignment with God okay Maybe you know that you didn't do anything that is worthy of what you're encountering. Um, Job knew that he had not behaved in a way that should have resulted in what he was experiencing All right you have to be careful if you're if you believe that that is true you need to be careful, because you don't want to come off, come across as haughty. I know I did everything that's right. Okay? You won't necessarily know that. But it is a good idea to take time to sync up with God. Don't just assume that because an issue has come up and you can't think of anything you did wrong, that you should just Not worry about forgiveness and repentance. But most importantly, let's not judge others. Let's seek to encourage people. Let's seek to pray for them. But let's not get hung up on, oh, they must be X because they live a lifestyle that I don't completely agree with. Not our place. The Bible does not give us a lot of room to conclude that innocent people are guilty or guilty people are innocent. Instead, we should recognize that things happen to people for a variety of reasons. Things that are not their fault, such as affliction and global consequences of sin. Or it can happen for things that they're very familiar with, which involve personal or individual consequences. We should endeavor, by God's grace, that individual consequences are not going to be what brings us down. We can't say for anybody else, but for ourselves. We can determine to be aligned to God, be like Daniel, be like Jesus, right? We can endeavor to be in alignment with God. So much so that we'll probably be a greater target of affliction. But what we really need to avoid is judging other people and trying to determine if the things that they are encountering are afflictions versus consequences. We don't need to ask the question the disciples asked. Master, who did sin, this man or his parents? that he was born blind. This is not a new problem, but we want to have the right approach to it. Let's not focus on why a person may be in a bad situation. Let's endeavor to be the hands and feet of God and to alleviate as much as possible the situation with a person who is going through some hardship and let god deal with them if you're if you're convicted to to remind them of repentance then hey by all means go for it if you know that that's how god is leading you but i would caution you be careful what you assume about others Because there are many reasons why things can happen to people that are not individual punishment. Be sure to learn from Job's friends. Let's close with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for your mercy and your goodness. We thank you for helping us to see in this lesson that there are uh, different ways in which people can be impacted while we live here on a sinful planet, but help us that when in fact we are under affliction, that you'll give us the grace to bear it and help us that if we are under personal consequences, that you will help us to be aware of our condition and to repent and forsake the things that are wrong. And ultimately, we live in a sinful world, and things happen. Help us by the grace of Christ that we will endure, that we'll not murmur or complain, but that we'll move forward and and be as cheerful as we can be. knowing that these experiences are going to strengthen us in the long run. Please bless us, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Mm-hmm. Thanks again for listening to this podcast. You can reach us via email at biblequestions at asbzone.com. We look forward to hearing from you, whether you have questions, comments, suggestions, or concerns. We also recommend that you check out the True Wisdom podcast where Robert and I discuss Bible stories and Bible topics together. Both of these podcasts can be found on a dozen platforms. Both of these podcasts can be found on over a dozen platforms, including Google, Apple, Spotify, and Amazon. Please remember our ministries in your prayers. Until we meet again next time, may God richly bless you, as you prayerfully study and share His Holy Word.